MangaPod originally airs on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dexbonus or twitch.tv slash happilyerin. If you would like to view previous episodes, check out our VODs at youtube.com slash happilyerin. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I like that you gave up. Oh, yeah, I didn't finish counting. She was trying to do a countdown. It was like... It went one, two, and then it broke down a little bit, and then it went one, and then she just switched. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're trying. It's very good. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Manga Pod. I'm Erin. I'm Dodger. I'm Moika. I'm Lou. And I'm you. And you're watching Manga Pod. We're a weekly podcast in which we get together after we read all or part of a manga. Then we discuss it with friendship, love, and lots and lots of spoilers. This week we are talking Children of the Whales, chapters 1 through 14, volumes 1 through 4. Huh? 1 through. I thought it was 1 16. It is. Did I say 15? 14. 14. I did? No, I didn't. Did I? You 100% said 14. In my brain, I did not. My (laughs) one, two, one, go. (laughs) (laughs) Counting forward and then backward. Technically said the same amount of numbers that usually happen. Yeah. (laughs) You know? One through 16 is what we checked out. Uh, if you guys have never, oh, oops. What? Oh, that's really funny. (laughs) Wait, I just saw it too. Oh my God. (laughs) So on the overlay currently, if you are watching this, um, whales, this is not the country whales. It is the creature whales. It should be the spelling. Just FYI. I'm I'm doing really good today. <laughs> They're all endearing cute goofs. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's good. We're all good. Yep. <laughs> if you've never joined us for a manga fun before, what we like to do is give you a spoiler-free description, aka summary, as well as as our spoiler-free recommendations, whether we think you should spend time going to read this manga or not. That way, if it sounds like something you are interested in, you can go ahead and check it out after we get to spoiler section. Come back and watch the VOD on YouTube or listen to it on Spotify. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read... (laughs) Fucking whales. Read the description (laughs) for the manga. Okay. Oh, we do ask that nobody post any spoilers in the chat until we get to spoiler section. Once we're in spoiler section, please don't post anything past what we read, chapter 16. <coughs> yes, yes. Thank you very much. Okay. Chocolate is a 14-year-old archivist. Is that how you say that? Archivist? 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 Archivist of have, the mud know. whale, a naive utopian island that floats across the surface of an endless sea of sand. Nine in ten of the inhabitants of the mud whale have been blessed and cursed with the ability to use Saima, special powers that doom them to an early death. Chakoro and his friends have stumbled across other islands, but they have never met, seen, or heard of a human who wasn't from their own. One day, Chakoro visits an island as large as the mud whale and meets a girl who would change his destiny. 
<laughs> Does really this mean- oh. you did that because there's a scene in the anime that translated really weirdly. Well, it's it's weird in the manga too. But it's when the little girl's singing after all the fighting's happening. And in the anime, it was so disoriented, like disorienting <laughs> when I was watching it because it's just violence, violence, violence. And then girl singing in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, That's what I was trying to do. You knew. <laughs> anyway. Would anybody like to go first for spoiler-free recommendations? I can go. Do it. I didn't know anything about this. I didn't know anything about this going in. Um, and I really liked it. Uh, the The tone is really nice. It does a good job of developing, like, mystery about things um, without it feeling like it's kind of circle jerking on the mystery like you'll never know like things progress at least where we read um things progressed at a good pace uh and yeah i i found myself really curious about what what is going on in this fascinating world with the children and in, in wales the country so Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i really liked it i would definitely recommend it cool um I would recommend it. I I really liked a lot of the characters. Um, I think, yeah, the story is really intriguing, especially um, if you read, like, the little tidbits in between the chapters yeah. that the author writes. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? I need to, like, solve this mystery. Mm -hmm. Um... I recommend it. Um, I had a little bit harder time getting through some sections of it just because there was so much lore and info dump. Um, and there were parts of it that felt a little generic to me. But overall, I really enjoyed the progression of the story and what we were finding out. And it didn't seem like it was pushing, like you guys say, pushing the mystery so that you never figure out what's going on. It did a really good job of here's bits and pieces of the mystery that are going to add to the rest of the mystery and want you to keep reading until you reach the final part about what is going on with these people and the world and stuff like that. I think the world is really fleshed out too. So if you're really into fascinating like world building this is one you would really enjoy and i during soundtrack i compared it to um nasuka valley of the wind um which is the miyazaki manga it's very 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 similar to that in tone and pacing and how they use um the panels and art and stuff like that so i think if you like those you should definitely go ahead and check it out so i do recommend it as well yeah. Cool. Do you guys have anything? Aw, hi, Kaylee. Hi, Kales. Love you. Yeah. Um, so do you guys have anything else you would like to add? Otherwise, we can go ahead and jump into spoiler section. I'm down to jump into spoilsies. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, we will say that the um, only warning, like true warnings for this are violence. That's the big... Yeah. Big one. There's not anything else. Like, violence is the main one right now. So, mm. yeah! Spoilers! Five, four, three, two, one. The whale is God.
Yes. Yeah. I don't remember what they're actually called in the manga. New. They're called <laughs> new. New. Ah, the new. The new. The new mm-hmm. whales. I really appreciated mm-hmm. the fact that we had a pronunciation guide. I tried to remember because <laughs> I still, like, as I was pronouncing it in my head, it's very hard to, like, backtrack and figure out, like, the right way to say it. But I did like that the mangaka was like, hey, I'm going to make some of this easy for you. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I thought, actually, I guess we could have done this in the, like, non-spoiler section. But for those that don't know, the author talked about, I thought it was really interesting. So we'll get this out of the way. The author talked about how they got this story from like a random not it's not even like a bookstore it's it was just like a storefront where mm-hmm. they they had a bunch of like I don't I don't even want to call them manuscripts but they had a lot of papers that some of them were just written by the same person a lot of them were just different ideas from other people diaries and so by chance she just happened to like run into this place Tanya, I think is what she remembers it being called. And so she just picked up like a pile of papers and bought it really cheaply. And then going through it, she realized, uh, realizes that it's like a diary or it's like, it's really weird. Even she's really weirded out by it. And she, it's just really mysterious because it's just, it seems to be this guy that just wrote down diary entries. And then in between it was like talking about, real people in a sense and so it was really hard for her to like tell like did this happen like in some foreign country that I'm not familiar with so it seems otherworldly and everyone I guess had their names are based off of colors but Mm -hmm. the the names in the manga are like translations of the colors and so that's why some of them are like shades of red but it's like i've never i've never read this like name before even like the english translated guy that they give you so i thought it was really weird and interesting yeah i thought that was a weird story too like mm-hmm. I couldn't oh yeah tell... oh sorry, sorry. Uh, the storefront also, like, was gone after a week or so because she was really invested in what was happening, but it was so, like, disjointed because pages were missing. Mm-hmm. So she went back to try and buy the rest of the paperwork. And the and store was just, just gone. Gone. Mm-hmm. gone. So it's just like, what the So fuck? weird. So <laughs> weird. Yeah. So I couldn't tell if um, – because there was a book that I read when I was a kid – that um had like a a a foreword to it um that referenced like all of these fictional characters and i was like oh my god so those people actually existed i've i've misunderstood this whole time right because the foreword was written as though it was a person like talking about the story and then somebody was like, well, you have to remember that, like, an author can totally do that, too. An author can, like, make up, a, like, details about how the story was written. So when I was reading that, I was like, I can't tell if this is, like, more of the story. Like, she made this up, too. Like, I can't tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, I guess it's, like, really weird because it's not, it, it isn't just a weird thing for her to put it's fucking bizarre yeah <laughs> it's just i don't yeah 
things it's so weird either way mm -hmm. it's like it made me really intrigued because yeah. now i'm like i want to know more mm -hmm. yeah it's like really trippy you're just like what is the mm -hmm. truth it's like what is created by her and what did she see and is anything true that she's telling us within those author's notes yeah yeah which is very different because you always like it is very common i guess i won't say always but 99 percent of the time you get the mangaka at the end of the volume or at the end of chapters leaving like this fun little interactive moment of this is how i did this or this is where i'm at or you guys are so great this funny thing happened while i was making this and so this was like the first time i had read something like hers where you're just sitting there questioning is it like what <laughs> this is weird is yeah so what weird is the truth yeah so that makes it like engaging too just having the mangaka talking like in creating that kind of author's note so um moika you were saying there's an anime of this i actually didn't know yes that. it's a netflix like original oh. it came out yeah i think it came out around 2017 interesting that long ago so um yeah you're right i guess i guess like we could do the the standard question was th was this manga different from how you expected it to be, like tone wise or anything, since you had watched the anime? Or, um, well, I when when I went into the anime, my first expectation was just like, ooh, pretty. Um, <laughs> there's it's probably gonna be like a like slice of life type thing, and I it was like so it was more fleshed out than I was expecting. And so I think, I don't know. I think it's like pretty one-to-one -one for the adaptation, I feel. Granted, I it was like, it's been a couple years since I've, I've seen it. So right. maybe I'm just remembering things wrong, especially after reading this. But um, I, I felt like it was a pretty, it was pretty one-to-one -one in the adaptation. So my expectations are about the same. It was just, Oh, more it'll probably be more slice of lifey, maybe some comedy. And no, it was like a lot more fleshed out, more violent than I was expecting, especially with the art style. Mm -hmm. So mm. I, I was a little happily surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It it definitely had um from the get-go it had a, a feeling kind of like Nasca, kind of like um uh magic hat atelier like yeah, that yeah, that yeah. sort of like comfy soft but like detailed artwork mm -hmm. and so when the violence started i was very surprised <laughs> i was like yeah. oh this is gonna be like a cool story about like you know maybe there'll be some fights but this, this is gonna be a cool story about you know people understanding the mysteries to what's going on in this world um, and then I realized very quickly that any character that I might like could potentially just die in the next chapter. Yeah. <laughs> like, people yeah. are dying so yeah. quick. Death flags. Death flags everywhere. Seriously. They can't All give over. anybody a moment or I'll be like, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to die. Exactly. That's how I was feeling. I was like, oh, you're going there with them. You're not going to make it. And then some people do make it. And I'm like, are you sure you made it? 
kidding. I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Erin? Um, I came into it. I feel like I saw somewhere that it was a little violent because once the violence started, I wasn't surprised by it. Um, but I didn't expect it to be so much world building and so much, so many characters. I thought it was going to be more of an adventure away from the mud whale. I thought it was going to be more exploring the rest of the world. So it wasn't going to be just about the mud whale. I thought that first time they went to the island and they met uh, Rokos, that that was the beginning of a new adventure. And then he was going to have to figure out how to get back to the mud whale someday. So yeah. I was expecting a world adventure, was not expecting a like sticking on the same island adventure. And that's where the story is coming to them instead of them going mm. to the story. So that was way different than my expectations. Yeah, I thought there was definitely going to be a lot of like everyone is um, when the second that they established that there were so many people on this island kind of kind of attack on titany right there were people on this island who were like i want to leave um honestly the second that was his name numo i can't remember po powerful long hair boy omu or omi 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 hang on i have all the oh my god stop it computer hang on i have all of their names pulled up oni 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 um the second that Oni grabbed the girl and grabbed um, Writer Boy, I can't remember, the two main characters, when he grabbed them and took them to her island, part of me was like, oh, this is it. They're never coming back. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're, they're yeah. gone. Like, this is the start of the adventure, right? Like, this dude wants to leave so bad, is obviously mm -hmm. a badass, right? Um, yeah. So he's going to be the, you know, the like powerful character. And then they've got really emotional boy and and devoid of emotions girl. So together they will start an adventure here. But yeah, I that's such a good way to put it. I was I was really surprised like, oh, no, this story is about staying on this island. Mm -hmm. They've mm -hmm. At least that's that's how it seems to be pitched so far by. The, like all-knowing entity characters right is like mm -hmm. no you must stay here and chronicle everything about this island until it's death yeah shit okay we're not leaving i guess <laughs> but then we got the like one single uh future shot of charco uh writer boy um where he's like leaning against a window and his face is like all blacked out and he's like I once had to write about these people from my past and then it goes back to the present. And so it's like, is he still on the whale there or right. is that even him? It definitely seemed to be him. Uh, so that makes me wonder if they are eventually going, going to leave or like how many years is this going to span to like, is right. it going to be yeah. just here or is it going to, like, take more years? But then the the young kids don't have more years, really. Like, they have, like, 15 oh. more. Their lifespans are really short. But yes. I assume they bring that up so often. And we know that um, beautiful Bishi Chieftain 
we know that he like desperately wants to figure out how to fix that i assume that's going to be a big plot point like even the um when they were on the enemy ship they were like you don't even know why you don't live very long do you yeah mm -hmm. i was like everybody knows like something happened here to like yeah. mess everybody up on this ship so whether or not they are able to fix that i guess is is a a big part of it mm -hmm. is this finished no no okay. it's still ongoing yeah i was Got looking it. at it it started in 2013. Oh, oh. so on yeah, i think there's yeah. like 14 volumes right now mm-hmm so um let's uh talk about characters let's jump mm. into the talking about Dodger, I really like your descriptions of all the characters instead Thank of you. their yeah. names. <laughs> right away. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember his name because there's that one like super badass girl who's like who has a soft spot for like being like the older sister that right. called him Chokey. And yes. I thought of Chalky Milk. So that's why I remember his nickname. <laughs> Which Amazing. fits him because the author talked about how the translation, his um, it for the original language or whatever, his name literally translates to like brown black, so like a brownish black color. Mm -hmm. Which I'm just like, oh, perfect, chocolate gotcha. powder, brownish. Oh. <laughs> charcoal. I thought it was supposed to be like charcoal. That's that's what I thought because yeah. he's a writer. Interesting. I wonder what it is. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, I actually really liked him because mm -hmm. the only moment that felt unbelievable to me was uh, was when he actually like got up to try and fight the dude. Yeah. When Sammy, is that her name? When Sammy yeah. died. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Because like, I think one of the things that's honestly really endearing about him is that he's very normal. And I think sometimes we... Uh, Sometimes when we have MCs that that are kind of useless, I think we brag on it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But he's not useless. He's just his skills are not in fighting, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and I I like that the story has established that it's only recently that he's learned how to write mm -hmm. and he loves it so much that he writes literally everything down. Yeah. So it's really I like the um the moments of him writing about something and about to say how he's feeling and then it like knocks you out of the narration and he's like no i'm not supposed to write that in there because these are archives like yeah. i'm not supposed to write down my personal experience right yeah moments like that i think are really cool um for it would be really easy for the story i was okay sorry let me back up i was no, a little concerned <laughs> not concerned maybe that's a strong word but when uh, we had the chapter where he was like, and that was my final day as the archivist, I was really worried it was going to do that sort of a thing where the MC has like their job and their thing that they love. And then are like, just kidding. I'm a fighter now. <laughs> and yes. then we never yeah. touch on it again, right? Like yeah. they just don't, like, I was worried we weren't, we weren't going to have those moments of him writing all the time anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh but that's it's been a consistent aspect of his character and they still consistently bring up when he's been useful to like what's going on on the ship 
-hmm. like he still does his job uh yeah i just i like the way that he's written i think he's very endearing Mm -hmm. and i like that the people around him encourage it they're not Mm -hmm. sitting there like oh you need to like learn how to fight you need to be a fighter that's what everybody does like you're in you're a marked like you need to do this instead of writing there's all these people like we need somebody to write and keep this track like motive wow brain wow we need somebody to keep this on (laughs) put this on paper so it's we're not forgotten and everything and so you have people there that are actively encouraging this hobby to make it be like his life work which is Mm. really I feel like doesn't happen a lot in a lot of manga. Like he would be more of an outcast if he hadn't been like, since he's not a fighter, but they just like make fun of him for being the destroyer. Cause he right. just like, is so bad at being a fighter. Mm-hmm. I really yeah, like I that aspect. I, I guess what I like about it is that he, he kind of is, like an outcast in the sense that it's weird that he's so emotional even by their standards yeah so it's to he's he has like things that are detrimental to the point where they're like they nicknamed him the destroyer just because of like just of how he is and so i i think i like that they they like tease him about it but it's like in such a friendly and warm way that it's it's not it's not in a mean way. I don't know how to better describe yeah, it. Yeah, it feels like everybody really does care about each other. Like, like mm-hmm. those moments are in good humor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess, yeah, that's another thing that I really liked about this manga is that these people are a family. Even, even like, the, the big outcasts that live down in the belly of the whale. Like, even... They they still they they're troubled people and so even the people up on the top side or whatever they still love them even though mm-hmm. they they are troublemakers. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a moment that made that really feel real for me was um, when Oni was uh, still locked up and was like, "There is stuff going on up there, and you need to let me out of here. Like, like I need to be up there and help." And the guy was like yeah you're right and just let him out (laughs) they all know each other so well right yeah (laughs) it's like a small town where everybody knows everybody yeah Yeah, for sure Mm -hmm. um another another thing that i like uh this is kind of like a side thing but when the other ship was falling apart i liked that we had a Mm. split second with the other archivist yeah who was like writing down that the ship was falling apart and they were like, don't write that. <laughs> don't write that down. Like, yeah. Throw those pages away. And Not like, what we want. To ha- yeah. And to have a moment with her, like in her mind that she felt the same way that um, Chalky feels, you know, mm-hmm. of like, but this is what happened. Yeah. Right. I'm, we're supposed mm-hmm. to write down our history and like, it's not our history if we're leaving things out. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that because I think it we met a lot of really shitty people on that ship and so I think that moment with her kind of like humanized them more Mm -hmm. like there are probably a lot of people on that ship that are more like not 
fighters. I don't know. It's just yeah. interesting since they're all supposed to have no emotions at all. Like that was yeah. her just clinical thinking of it. It was like, but I'm supposed to write down what everything that happens on this ship, you know? Yeah. Um. So Oni, what did you guys think mm. about him? It was love at first sight. I know. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew. Oh, I just. <laughs> He reminds me of Yuri from Tales of Vesperia, and like growing up, that was my favorite Tales game. And so the Aww. the main character looks like him, except for instead of a ponytail, his hair is just down. And so I'm just like, oh, it's like basically the same character. Oh no! <laughs> I want to know. Again. He's he's. Um, he reminded me just in looks of Dark Mousy from Dean Angel. So I was like, oh, yeah, oh it's dark. Guess, yeah, I Not personality. Personality is a big no-no. But um, he, what I liked about him is that he is the, like, really, really powerful one. Um, mm-hmm. But it's nice because not all of them are, like, really, really powerful. So it doesn't cheapen his, like, storyline by being like one in a hundred um he is very much the only one who has as strong of powers as he does so he has like he is like the key to all of this stuff that is going to happen in the future um and i like that he's stoic but he obviously has those emotions because you see a lot of the stoic character and you're just like i feel feel nothing but they do a lot of show not tell with him mm. through his friends dying and through what he wants to do. Um, and so it was just really he was very nice to ha- fill that uh, role. I thought he was really good, like a little bit more fleshed out than we might see in that role more often. But I'm also very curious to learn about his past and see what's going to happen with him. Yeah, because in a story like this, you can't, like, there are obviously going to be so many characters that display Mm -hmm. no emotion Mm -hmm. in lots of ways since that's such a plot point. So, yeah, I'm sure it was tricky to have a character that's, like, pretty stoic and still try to establish, like, but they have strong emotions just like everybody on this ship. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I, I really liked him. I like that we're still not sure if, like, he was developed as a weapon, question mark, or mm-hmm. if if he's just powerful. And um, <clears throat> along with all of the other, like, weird lies that yeah. um, the other side have about their ship, that one of them was, oh, and they've developed this, like, super powerful, emotional, like, weapon human, right? Mm-hmm. Um and if that is just kind of being placed on Oni when it's not necessarily true, it's just that he's just naturally very powerful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so questions like that, I think, are interesting. Uh, I'm really curious where the hand thing started. Because, like, like, why are they all so... Is it because they were worried that their ship was going to suck up their emotions? 
So they developed this thing where it's like, if you feel oh, like you're gonna cry, like yeah. clasp your hands. Sorry, yeah. my hands are behind the microphone. <laughs> I, I was like trying to think of like powers, this like thing. the powers of this the hand. Thing, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Like um, this or this, I think it or, was. Or this, yeah, because yes. it was, because yeah, they talked about how like it was like the first generation started it where like women would do this mm -hmm. instead of just this. <clears throat> this was like a men thing, and then the women would do this thing. Yeah. And then I, the, I guess the younger generation just thought it was super old fashioned. So, like, so now they all of them all just do this yeah. now. Mm -hmm. And so. Yeah, I, I thought it was, that was something really interesting because I'm just like, did the people that were first in prison there, did they did they know that emotions brought out their power in some form? And so it was just like an easy way of them like self-inflicting pain to, to stop oh. themselves from oh. further going into those like feelings that they were having at the time or yeah or what because you saw it with uh suo the pretty mayor that whenever he was like troubled by something and was feeling really emotional about it like, he would dug his nails he, in. yeah yeah he would dig his nails in and i think they even talk about it in like in between the chapters where a lot of the adults grow out their nails for when they do the hand thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah. yeah. So I'm really interested in in what that's all about. Maybe mm -hmm. it maybe it won't be answered. Who knows? Yeah, yeah maybe not. Maybe I'm okay just, with some yeah. of this stuff not being answered, honestly. Yeah. And there's the mm -hmm. whole um idea that if you cry, you'll bring them back. Like the whole thing is letting the souls go. And allowing mm -hmm. them to be let go. And if you mourn them too much, then they're going to want to come back to, like, comfort you or do something, like, become evil. Yeah. The Sand Day chapter. Oh, yes. When they explained that, like, because all of their dead go into the sand, them, like, throwing the sand around is like, oh, mm -hmm. it's like they're back here with us. I was like, stop. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Because, like, sad. a bunch of them had just died, you know? Mm -hmm. It was just, oh, it was so sad. Um, the uh, part, I actually screen-grabbed it because I thought it was so pretty. Um, and this can, might relate more to the art. But when um, that, na not Natty, her twin, um, mm -hmm. the mud whales knew, um, she shows uh, Chakuro a vision or whatever it is and it's just a cloud of people made out of sand that happens and it's a full yeah. panel i was just blown away i was like this is insane like these are all people who yeah. have returned to the sand but it's just like it was so gorgeous it was so detailed and i i thought it was interesting because going into it knowing it was sand Sand is a little bit, it's, like, much harder than, like, water and stuff. Like, visualizing water, I feel like, is a little bit easier to draw. And so having it all be, 
just the drawn in the sand while being able to differentiate between all these people and add so many details, I just thought was very, very impressive and impactful because then it, it came to all of the sand, like the coffins in the sand, um, the sand flying in the air, just all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That was so pretty. Yeah, I'm uh, – which, like, talking about Neri and um, her twin is Ima, I'm – I'm curious as to I'm yeah I'm really curious about them because they specifically say that their mother is the new Mm -hmm. um so I'm yeah I'm just so confused about like how they like in the story like are they like super beings that came about because instead of feeding um Felena's new like Cause yeah, so all the other new. Well, I don't know about the other news, but the the other new that we're introduced to takes all the emotions of everyone that lives on it, mm-hmm. and so I'm wondering if the shortened lifespan comes from the new sucking it up, yeah. in exchange for giving them power so that she could have these ba- babies, mm-hmm. or oh. if they're just like yeah, or if they're just weird creatures that somehow formed with this new because we saw it with that little like i don't i don't know what it is badger dog thing oh yeah that yeah like yeah because so the other new that they destroy well yeah the new that it returned to the sand (laughs) yeah yeah well well it didn't because they they grabbed it the one that was gifted to chalky for the way that he thought about things Right, but the the image of the face of the new just kind oh, of drifted off into the sand, yes, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. So yeah, I'm curious because that one, it like formed with that badger thing, and apparently that thing's like a well known myth thing that people know about because yeah. Lycos was like, wait, is that? And then I don't remember the name of the little dog thing. Yeah. Right. But yeah, she was just like, wait a minute, what is that? Yeah. And it had a different name from the new that that like gifted Chalky the thing. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm just like are are Neri and Ima weird amalgamations or, yeah. or were they actually birthed by the new? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there's so much no, like man, there's too much. Don't know. There's so many secrets. <laughs> There's so much information that comes out. And I think us reading so much at the same time, it was kind of like, I mean, personally, it's like, okay, I have to keep up with this plot line and like this information and this piece of information that sometimes it was yeah. hard to, for my brain to hold on to mm-hmm. all of it. And so there's right. things where I'm like, oh, yeah, that did happen. It's like, oh, I don't remember that, even though I know I read it. I know it's in there somewhere. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I liked, uh, like, kind of off of that, I liked that um, we had a moment where, uh, what is the main girl's name? Lycos. Lycos? Lycos. Or... Uh, yeah, when she was mentioning that she had a suspicion that was then um, 
she had a suspicion that all of the people on the mud whale uh, were more powerful mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they hadn't given their emotions up. Yeah. Um, and Moeka saying something about their lifespans. I'm now, yeah, I'm now wondering, and this might be exactly what you were saying, but I'm now wondering if everybody else in this world has a perfectly normal lifespan, but mm-hmm. they give their emotions up and the mud whale takes part of their life away instead of their emotions. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm curious about is does every mud whale or new take different things from these people yeah. in exchange yeah. for something? But the okay. elders seemed, when the elders were talking to Lycos, oh, Lyca got frozen, I'm sorry. No, she's back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh no, she was probably still talking. No, I- <laughs> such a dick. No, it's, no, no. Um, when the elders were talking to Lycos when she first showed up, they were like, ah, she is an emotionless one. Mm-hmm. So be- mm-hmm. we can't let anybody leave. It was like, I wait, wait, they're all emotionless? Yeah. No, they were saying that all of them that aren't on Mudwell are, like, emotionless because they've given up their... Or do you mean the elders? I meant... As Moeko was saying, I wonder if the other ships do different things. Oh, okay. I think yeah, all of the other. Right. I think all of the other ships are emotion based. That's what it seemed. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Um, I thought going out the emotion part, it was fascinating that Lycos was getting her emotions back by being away from the new, mm-hmm. and so mm. then that ma- the new that was on her ship. So then that makes me interested if while she's on the mud whale if she's going to start losing her lifespan and she's going to start getting more powerful or if it's something that because she was born on the different place if that doesn't matter to her that doesn't count i'm really curious about uh the hostage that um the mothballs took Cause she's still like tied up there. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. she's gonna slowly get her emotions back, probably. Yeah. Um, I'm also really curious about the commander of the vanguard or whatever it was called. Yeah. The guy with like the well, fucked I've up had... eyeball, dude. Because yeah. I can't tell if he's supposed to. I can't tell if he's like, <sighs> like naturally emotionless, or if he's supposed to be a plot point, like. Yeah. Something's wrong with this guy. Like, I can't tell. Yeah. Him having a wife, I was like, what? <laughs> and then his wife being introduced literally just to die really threw me for a loop. I was like, yeah. wait, what? And then at her funeral was, he was very much, like you said, emotionless. Didn't have much to say or anything really on his face at all. Um... So he, I'm wondering, because then the fact that he was the one who went against, like, Yandere, dude, uh, I really liked the fact that he was the one who faced off against him. Because it makes sense for the two, the one guy, Yandere boy, who had literally no emotions, could not have emotions taken away from him because he didn't have any 
So, I mean, he did. Like, he liked watching people be scared of him. Like, that made him happy. But to have him go against the dude who lives on the mud whale and is seemingly emotionless, like, kind of like socio sociopath, um, those two going against each other, I really liked that mashup. Mm. Yeah, I think what's talking about uh, Shulan, that's the guy with the weird eye. And um, yeah, I'm really, because it talking, uh, blah, 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 backing up, Dodger <laughs> talked about how um, maybe Oni was like, part of some experiment when he was younger. I'm wondering if mm -hmm. maybe Lee um Shuan also was a part of some weird experiment because his eye seemed kind of I don't know, it seemed like it was a part of the mud whale in some way. And then we mm -hmm. we also found out towards the end that Rasha, the one of the elders, the weird elder is his mom and she yeah. she doesn't like him like at all. Mhm. Mm and so that's mm. why I'm just like wondering, huh, does she not see him as her son because she gave him up to be a part of this weird experiment to like yeah. create a more powerful being or or what? Yeah. I'm wondering those same yeah. things. Yeah, she's got a lot of mystery surrounding her. We didn't get very much of her. What mm -hmm. we did was real weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, weird. Uh, let's talk about uh, Lion Atari, I think is the one. The crazy yeah, boy. Yeah, crazy boy. Yeah. Oh. What were you guys' thoughts on crazy boy? I loved I him. Sad for him. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't find his body, right? Yeah, so I think mm -hmm. he's still alive. So he's still on, he's yeah. still on that ship somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. Hanging out. Mm. I did like how his introduction was. He's like all ganky, happy. Sees Lycos, gives him a big hug, and she's like, "Stop acting like this." When I know you can't, you're incapable of feeling. And then he immediately switches personalities. He's like, "Yeah, you're right. I like killing people." And you're like, <laughs> "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the implication from what he said was that he has either willingly or been forced to like give his emotions to the new multiple times. Mm -hmm. And like that aspect of his personality just never goes away. Yeah. Um, but when we got the like flashback, they were saying that he was one of the only kids who hadn't given his emotions to the new. So I'm wondering like what the truth is. Yeah. He's like pretending that he's done it, but he hasn't. Mm -hmm. Well, the way I read it was that he he did give his emotions to the new, but the new didn't accept them. Yeah, which, oh. that's what I thought too. Which yeah, which everyone on the island thought was really weird. Weird, yeah. And that's oh, why his family's like, I I get I don't want to say hate, but they don't like him because of that because they see him as dysfunctional because the new doesn't accept his feelings. Right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um what about uh pretty pretty boy? Pretty leader boy. Suwo. 
Tool. I love him. I love him. I want to protect him. Sweet boy. I want to save him. I know. God, he's just so sad. So sad. The way he, when he found out Sammy died, was a big tear tearjerker moment and the fact that he's praying over her and his hands are digging like his nails are digging into his hands because he knows what he can't do especially as a leader um yeah. was big big heart breaking yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um should we talk about art sure cool yeah what are you guys' thoughts? I like, I like the art a lot. I think it's very pretty. It's really detailed and, like, soft, which, I yeah. again, I think is one of the reasons that the violence stands out so much when there is violence. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think I think it's really beautiful. And like you were saying, there are some, like, really detailed panels where you're like, geez, that's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, I, even though we had so many characters, they were all very distinguished in terms of their looks and their clothing. Um, there were mm-hmm. moments where I was like, I feel like I've seen you before, but I don't really remember who you are. But I didn't feel like I was getting a lot of people mixed up um, between different characters. I wasn't like, you look exactly mm-hmm. like this person. Though there was like, the Suo and the one girl who has blonde hair, who's like the same age. Um, I do get those two mixed up sometimes. I'm just like, wait, yeah. which one are you? You're wearing the same kind of clothes. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But overall, I thought the art was absolutely gorgeous. And like you were saying, Dodger, um, it's so pure and beautiful. And then when the violence happens, it stands out more. I feel like it made the baddies from the like executioners who came over so much more terrifying when they used their powers like it just really stood out because their stuff is like shaded and dark and looks much harsher than the rest of the world and so when they come in i felt like they were just more frightening than any they might have been if the art had been grungier or anything like that yeah yeah for sure uh it was definitely much more menacing feeling when they were there yeah i i mean i pretty much everything you guys said that's what i'm feeling about the art it's super pretty i love the soft feel it has um I'm, it makes me really curious to check out her other manga because apparently children of the whales is her eighth eighth yeah what? Mm-hmm. Let me let me look. That's crazy. Neat. Yeah, I'd be really interested to see what her earlier stuff looks like. Yeah. That's cool. Um Do you guys have anything else you want to touch on or should we wrap up and do final thoughts and rating? Sure. Oh, I think we covered it. Mm. Cool. Uh, who would like to go first? I'll go first. Go for um, it. I give this, I really liked it. So I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. 
it was like really intriguing. I love the characters. I'm really, I'm still really curious to see like what the next arc is going to be all about and what we'll find out then. Mm-hmm. I was going to give it a 7.5. Um, I think because my biggest criticism is how much lore dump there is. Um, like, I wish some of that had been said a little bit more naturally. But I really like the characters. I'm very curious. The world building is just insanely well done. I love the art. Um, so I think overall, like, a 7.5 is where, I, where I'm landing with this one. Um, I was actually going to give it an 8.5. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, the, the lore aspects didn't bother me too much. There were definitely some parts with characters like, yes, it's me. Don't you remember? And then they would just like barf everything about themselves, which is always like a rough way to start off with a character. Um, but I did really like the characters overall and I'm really intrigued by a lot of things about the manga. So I had a good time with it. I would definitely recommend it. I, I think that it was really good so far. So. Awesome. Well, there you go. That wraps up our discussion on Children of the Whales, W-H-A-L-E-S. Um, sounds like something you guys are interested in. You can go ahead and check it out. Let's go around and shout out our stuff super duper fast. Um, if you guys want more MangaPod, we have a Reddit, uh, reddit.com slash r slash MangaPod. We also have a website um, and Spotify, Instagram, Instagram. We do have an Instagram. Um, so we got a lot of social media. If you want to go to the website, um, you can check out all the links to everything. Uh, me, personally, I'm Happily Aaron from YouTube. I don't really update it there, but all the previous manga pods are there. I'm working on a book currently. I'm very excited. People are getting beta reader notes back, which is really fun to read. Um, and then I am much more active on Twitter and Instagram. I'm currently real deep into Thai dramas. Need recommendations? I got you. I got you there. But otherwise, yeah, that's me. What? What do you? What do you? Follow up to that. Sam was (laughs) Sam was on his phone and was like, "Is Aaron really into K-pop?" And I was like, "What?" (laughs) He goes, "He keeps like retweeting gifs and stuff. I can't tell. What is this?" (laughs) I was like, "They're Thai dramas, honey." He was like. Oh. I never would have guessed. <laughs> it was very funny. Um, hi guys, I'm Dodger. You can find me at Dex Bonus on pretty much everything. I'm a variety streamer. Uh, I stream almost every day, and I've got I've got all the social medias. It's a lot of child anecdotes and me complaining about kids shows, and this is what my life is now. Uh, yeah, so come hang out. Come say hi. Hello, I'm Moika. Um, I do streaming. I do a lot of stuff. You can pretty much find me at Mega Moika on all sites. Um, yeah, it's, I, I'll see if I can show off some cosplay next week because I do have an Emma cosplay. Yay! So we'll see. Oh! <laughs> do it! That's awesome. 
Um, and our fourth co-host, Lou, he is currently moving, so he's not able to be here. Uh, but if you want to go give him some love on Twitter, it's Lou Talks Anime over there. Um, he's awesome, and we love him very, very, very much. Very much. Uh, very much. Um, so, yeah, that wraps up this episode. We hope that you guys join us next week. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching and hanging out with us. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-b